Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Blake Templeton. Thanks for being on the show, Blake. Hey, my privilege, Whitney. Yeah, a little about Blake. He's the CEO of Boron Capital, an international motivational speaker, author of the new book, The Solomon Way, eight-figure award winner, and a regular contributor to Forbes Business Council. His firm is on track to have $100 million under management within the next 12 months, and with 14 years in business, and 300 plus transactions, not one single investor has ever lost money with Boron Capital. Blake, thank you again. I'm looking forward to getting to know you a little better, letting the listeners get to know you as well and, and learn a little about, you know, what this means, you know, the, the King Solomon way. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But just before that, give us a little more about, you know, who are you, maybe where you're located and, and what, you know, Boron Capital does. Yeah, absolutely. Again, my privilege to be on it's always my joy to give back. I am born and raised in Lubbock, Texas. Someone asked me the other day, they said, is, are you in a, sta- uh, a city or a town? I'm like, a city? Like, how big is it? And I'm like, you can get to one side or the other in 15 minutes. Like, you're in a little bitty town. You know? But I love where I'm at. All of our investments are everywhere else. Started in real estate in 2006. That opinion in my name, be a part of the rat race. So I got behind and persuaded someone to invest into me who's a multimillionaire and I burned the bridges behind and the rest is history. We now invest in what we call three-dimensional investments. Again, been in business 14 years and these three-dimensional investments are truly what have stood the test of time. It's not my crystal ball, but it's the three-dimensional investments that have had the success. Nice. Well, I want to highlight a little on what you said there, ask you just a little bit. You know, you talked about you didn't want to be in the rat race. And you convinced, uh, you know, a wealthy individual to really partner with you or to invest in you. So, you know, what was it about real estate there? What was it that exposed you to the opportunity of real estate? Yeah, truly. uh, It's a funny story. I just dropped out of college and didn't know you couldn't defer student loans anymore. And my parents got a letter in the mail to go to a real estate conference. And it was like, man, maybe this is it. And I'm how I'm wired. I'm wired for numbers and optics and you know, part of our due diligence, we've in our due diligence, we have a 13 different economic indicators that are proprietary of how we go in. And it's like putting, trimming fat on, on a industry and putting muscle on. And we, that's how we see what emerging markets, sub markets, and how we know where we go and where, and why we invest in those areas. Uh, but truly outside of my own wisdom that I can, you know, grab and, and have, it's truly the three dimensional investment that actually propels us forward. And that actually comes from King Solomon. Yeah, that's, that's from back in, the, back in the Bible times. And it's funny, it's, it's, we have investors that truly have grabbed a hold of this picture that what King Solomon did back, you know, thousands of years ago, he's the first trillionaire ever. And he's the only trillionaire to have documented his wisdom and how he actually derived his wealth in such a degree. And so back when I started in 2006, 
and I burned the bridge behind me and I, I just jumped in, you know, leverage that's, you know, push behind me. I did well. I made six figures the first year, doubled the next year, almost doubled the next year. But I mean, it was all about me. I was quite prideful and arrogant and I was, it was, I was all about, you know, screw the world. Let me go do my own thing. And the Lord just literally put me down. And he was like, now I've actually taught you how to do this. I've made you good at this so you can actually transform other people's lives. And so I literally just went back and reverted back to my roots and went back to the Bible. And I just started, I just like fell upon King Solomon and started looking at what he did. And I realized that God, as he was, Solomon was 20 years old and king and God told him, you know, asked him, what's one thing you want? And he asked for wisdom. And so I just had to call a pause and a timeout and like, man, what is this wisdom that God's going to give him that's actually going to transition him to be what's now we see is with the first trillionaire ever. I love that story and, and just have studied it a little bit, just not too long ago. And I also love how he asked for wisdom. He could have asked for anything, and but it was for wisdom and God granted that. Uh, but, you know, let's jump in there a little bit and tell me about the Solomon way and this three-dimensional in, in, uh, type investing. Yeah. So this wisdom, when he asked for this wisdom, God said, you could have asked for anything, but literally you asked for wisdom. So therefore I'm going to give you wealth as well. And that wisdom actually it changes everything when you've got God's wisdom, because see, you're, you're looking at everything as if like there's a maze down there and there's tons of stuff going on in the maze, but you're looking down into the maze. So you can truly have peace in the middle of chaos. You can have confidence in the middle of uncertainty. You can actually turn the opposite direction when everyone's going, you know, this direction, you can actually have power and a sound mind. And so this three-dimensional investment, I started studying everything Solomon was doing and everything fell into, he was doing these three things, these three dimensions of every investment. The first one was, it was God directed. And, you know, I go back in in our investment firm now and I, when I'm processing that with people, the first dimension is God directed. Most people, um, it's, it's actually outside of your spiritual orientation. It's like, doesn't matter if you're a Christian or you're atheist. We have tons of atheists that invest with us. And they're like, I don't really hold to your faith, but you're so convicted that there is a God and he actually is the one that derived what that wealth was derived from. I'm going to invest with you just in case there is one because your record stands for itself. That's so funny. I've experienced the exact same thing. No, that's funny. But yeah, ahead. it's so good. And so, yeah. so it's, it's less on that, but it's like, who's ever directing your money They've got to be God-directed, point blank. And we've got investments that the economic indicators don't all line up, but God said move and had absolute peace and certainty. And then other ones where the economic indicators all line up and God said, no, don't move. And then we, we saw the result of those individual situations. So the first dimension is God-directed. You've got to have your money God-directed. The second dimension is the business landscape, the land and the improvements, it's got to actually have land and improvements. If we step out 10,000 feet and we look in the stock market, it has no collateral. It's built on, uh, unfortunately, a lot of collusion. Uh, We're seeing the market right now going up in a great degree. It dropped 35% in 22 days. And then all of a sudden it's back up 16% when there's no businesses open, the GDP is sinking, unemployment rate now, 
we're at 27 million from 4.7 in four weeks to 27 million unemployed. We're now at 16% unemployment rate. And yet the stock market, we're just pumping money in. And obviously we're seeing very clearly that it's not correlated to the actual businesses inside the market. Because if all the other businesses outside the market are doing terrible, they're all closed. Actually, fun fact, businesses on average have 16 days of cash on hand. And with the- That's scary to me right there. Oh, it's crazy. The shutdown, you're going to, you're a minimum of 75 days. And like, as you and I were just talking about earlier, some cities are 120 days, just depending on when it all opens back up. The point is you can't give them back enough money. It's, and you'll, you have so many businesses that were, they were in their sixties and seventies and they're like, do I even want to reopen? I got rid of all my employees. I'm in total debt. And so bankrupt. Yeah. You know, we're looking at the, when the stock market's going up and there's nothing supporting it. I go back and I look at all the profit and loss statements of all the companies. It's scary. They're losing money. They're in total debt. And yet their stocks go up because of a statement. So that second dimension is the land and the improvements. Solomon always had land and improvements. He always had a collateralized protection. And then the third dimension is cash flow. Every single thing he did that was tied to collateral actually had some type of circulatory income coming through it and it wasn't stagnant so we think about even like a gold robert kiyosaki would be the first one to tell you it's not actually something that's going to cash flow it's not an investment but it's a good principle to have because you know of what he values gold to be but we would if we look at it in the three dimensions for king solomon gold wasn't actually one of the things matter of fact god told him not to actually bring on gold as an investment. He was given gold, but it wasn't even supposed to be part of his wealth portfolio. So the big picture is these three dimensions is this is what we've built everything on. So it's God directed, which means I can see in my linear playing field, all the economic indicators that we have, but I, it's not enough. I mean, the pandemic only you could, if you could hear from God for some wisdom there beforehand, the economic indicators wouldn't have told you that. So like, if we can all say, you know what? This is not like go back to church and get more spiritual. This is like, no, if, it, if wealth came from God, I should probably make sure who's ever investing my money is a good steward of my money. So that's the first dimension. Second dimension, it's got to have land. It's got to have improvements. And typically ours, the land and the improvements are very close to what the asset value or our investment dollars coming in are minus the cash flow. So it can actually hold its own. And that third dimension is that heavy cash flow. And most of our investors, what ends up happening is when you're doing your due diligence, especially if you're doing syndications, you're thinking, what's my best case scenario? What's my worst case scenario? But your worst case scenario still has some, you know, some rosy colored glasses because you're looking through the lens of your, your linear earthly mindedness of your economic indicators without looking at a bigger picture and looking at the global index and looking at the GDP of the country and looking at what's all tied to it and unemployment rate of not just your little city, but how can everything be affected? You end up making your due diligence on your third one, on your cash flow too small. And, you know, unfortunately in the next few months, we'll see who ends up, who ended up being too high in their, in their over leveraged in certain numbers. Help us to see that bigger picture a little bit or how you did that. Yeah. Bottom line is 
we're in real estate. We're in three-dimensional investments in real estate, but we're looking at, you know, if every single investment we have, it's got to have another play. Meaning if, for instance, we're in corporate housing in the oil industry. I but you said oil. Ah, crud. There's a geopolitical oil battle for oil. And yeah, but we're in that. We actually have the majority of our clients aren't even in the oil industry. So we have construction people coming through and we're going into a market where there's lower, there's supply and demand issues, but now we actually go grab a hold of an avatar ahead of time. And we don't have to go fight for the avatar now because we already won that avatar. So we went and won them ahead of time. So when that, when oil's great, this thing is kicking off crazy money. When oil's not great, it's kicking off great money because we have a different avatar that's tagging it. We, we invest in wedding venues. Ironically, you would never think wedding venues is a sub-market that we invest in. Uh, we do corporate events, wedding, obviously weddings. We have like a massive amount of income streams that come off of that. So if one thing is, is not happening, then the other is. So for instance, in this situation, having a three-dimensional investment and having this God-directed mindset about it, everyone's on you know shelter in place. Well, we're doing virtual tours and we're selling fifteen and twenty thousand dollar weddings like this on virtual tours. And so we're just really good at what we do and we won't allow, you know, to the best of our abilities, walking in this direction of God's wisdom, won't allow something to be a hindrance. And so yeah, the three-dimensional investment is so key. Uh, the book The Solomon Way that I wrote, it it details out the wealth strategy of the world's wisest man for the 21st century. So I'm really excited to get that into everyone's hands as soon as it's published. What is it when you're talking about, you know, like transforming our, our net worth into, you know, substantial ATM machine? Elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, it's a great question. We have a public market, so called the stock market, the public market, we have the private market. And everything in the rules of the public market, like invest for the long haul, you know, all the different rules that, that happen. If you get a loss, double down, all these kind of, these don't actually work in the public market. No one's just been in it long enough to pull their money out and find out. It works in the private market. So like Warren Buffett is in the public market and he's going in and buying big companies. And as a major shareholder, well, the rule works because you own the company practically 51%. You're telling them what to do. So, but you and I can do that in the private market. And so the difference is, is the, it's an ATM machine for him because he can go in the, in the stock market, he can go invest into a company way over here that has, it's a terrible company unless you already have pieces of these other companies and he's going to take the, you know, all the manufacturing and use it over here and cut tons of costs. So you think he invested there, so you should go invest there. Well, no, he might actually make this agreement and then get out of that company. And now he's flourishing over here, but he's not over here anymore. We can do that in the private market because you and I can actually have interest in real estate. We can actually dive in like and do what he's doing. So to this ATM mentality is you truly have to realize that, I mean, I see this happening all the time that most of our guys in the real estate market, you still have like a hand or a foot in the stock market. And it's, is we see what's happening right now in the market, people are like, it's going to come back. I should go buy more stock in. No, you should actually realize what Ray Dalio is saying right now, who is 
the guru of the market, Ray's right now saying that he believes that the economic implications such as unemployment and the GDP and all the holes in the personal finances of everyone, it's similar to the Great Depression. He's expecting that kind of effect over the next few years. You talk to Harry Dent. Harry Dent's doing the same thing. He's thinking it's a, it's a 10 to 25-year depression of, of a correction. So all that to say is you got to take your money that's in the market currently. Right now, if you pull out, you know, now you've got more than you would have had when we were 18,000. You got to take your money out. It's like the casino. You got to take your chips off the table and then you've got to go activate it. And so, for instance, we have investments that in a syndication world that are just 8% fixed to set and forget. It doesn't go up. It doesn't go down. There's no cash on the backside. It's just this clean little box of 8%. You make 8% in the crisis, you make 8% in the boom. It's, so we spit off so much cash, we can always give 8%. Well, something like that, that's literally like an ATM machine. And a lot of people are like, I just lost 30%. Okay, now I should go like double down in the stock market. No, you need to go create an ATM machine. You need to do your syndication stuff, but you need to also have something that you can literally set it and forget it. You just know that you know you have it and realize that in the stock market, we're, we're being played by the investor insiders and we don't want to be played by the investor insiders anymore. That's why we've moved to the real estate world. If you're listening to this show, that's, right. like, that's why you're with Whitney because you, like, you get it. But if you have any hands and feet, like your 401 or your IRA, you got, if you got little pieces, 40,000 here, 150,000 here, you need to pull those out and actually finish strong. You need to go ahead and pull your chips off the table and put them into what we call an ATM machine. Talk about how you're, you're gaining from this crisis or anything else that we haven't talked about. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, right now in this time, and I'm going I'm to go to my entrepreneur world here. Obviously, we're in an unprecedented time. Like we just talked about with the unemployment, with the business landscape of, you know, businesses being shut down with the GDP. We just got to actually realize it's a very hard situation. But in, if we actually can sit in heavenly places and can actually have peace in the middle of the storm and can manage what we have correctly, there will be a mighty win of opportunity in the end. And so what we do, um, again, following the Solomon Way examples, is we actually look at, okay, what's three-dimensional investments now? What actually, what needs, what is God-directed? Who Who is God-directed? And if you, if you, or in the market, then you need to go find someone who's God directed. And if you're, if you're in real estate syndications, you need to go find someone who's God directed, because if you don't got someone who's God directed, that's the most craziest thing in the world. They have no control over anything. They're listening to the wind and the wind is telling them the storm is happening. You got to listen to someone who's God directed. First of all, and you obviously got to get into tangibles. And you got to get everything into cash flow. That's what it is about. So yeah, big picture is, I mean, we will, in 2008, we had max eight, nine, 10. We grew tremendously. This next three, four, five years, we'll have massive growth. And it's, it's just holding that position in heavenly places and realizing that in this season, you've got to have three-dimensional investments to be successful. Blake, what's a way that you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? Great question. In this season, I would say the number one thing is to not listen to the wind, 
but is go back to actual hard, tangible wisdom. So hard, tangible wisdom would tell you the promises of God for you. Hard, tangible wisdom would tell you, you know, what's the purpose of your life? So you would like quit listening to the emotions of all the wind, turn off the wind and then go sit inside the wisdom. Where are you personally going? What's wealth worth? And make sure you're stewarding it with wisdom. Uh, I think wisdom, man, if we could get wisdom out of this season and actually walk in God's wisdom, everyone would be better for it. Couldn't agree more. So tell me the number one thing that's contributed to your success. Man, I sound like a broken record. I would definitely say it's God's wisdom. I'll give you a fun one, though, that's good for everyone to apply. And that is, if you're going to walk in the wisdom, it can't just be intellectual. And like, oh, yeah, God's wisdom, that makes so much sense. No, it's like literally you got to expand your capacity of what your own value is and what your purpose is because that's the only way you're going to actually go for what God has for you with that wisdom. So like your morning routine, morning routine is so crucial. I do empowering statements and you got to actually like transition and reprogram yourself on a neurobiological level. And that's only out loud with emotion consistently repetition. So transforming your mind with God's wisdom in your morning routine could be five minutes. Just write out sentences, say them out loud with emotion and man, getting that wisdom down in the core of who you are. That's the most important thing I could say. How do you like to give back? We're, we're really big with breed love. We give lots of food away to third world countries. I run a men's conference called Gladiator Realm. And so we throw 50 to 150 guys in retreat style setting and take boys who are 18 year olds and 55 year old bodies and teach them how to own their identity and own their value and go be a boss and how to be bold and strong, but sensitive and kind and how to have like authority and power and yet still be humble and meek and like truly own the identity that God's called them to be in. And then we also run, my wife and I run a, a marriage conference called Healing Love. And Healing Love is truly where we have help him understand how she works in her and his language and her, how he works in her language. And we like reset how they think, how they process with empowering statements and with understanding that they can push a reset button and have that fairy tale forever. So those are our ways to get back, man, just pouring into souls. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Blake. I'm, I'm incredibly grateful just for your time. And, and this is the Solomon way. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to actually looking up your book myself uh, and learning more about this. So tell the listeners, though, how they can get in touch with you and learn more about your book and potentially your, your conferences as well. Yeah, absolutely. The book will be published in the 1st of June. So if you're listening to this before or after, you know when it is. I'm so excited. It is, it's so chock full of details and practical things that no one, just no one talks about anymore. But right now, the best thing that you can do is text, so pull out your phone and text the word net worth. So two words, net worth to 31996. So if you're going to send me a text message, it's like the number at the top would be 31996. And then the little message would be net worth. And I'm going to send you my current book called Net Worthless. And it's truly how to activate and create lasting wealth 
in the middle of a market like this. So it's what's already on the table, already have it, I already have it ready to send to you right now. And then that will allow you to get into the list of as soon as that next book comes out on Solomon Way, which I'm so pumped for, and I'll give it to you as well. So net worth is 31. Uh, you're going to text net worth to 31996. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.